KDWB, Dave Ryan in the morning show. I was, <coughs> uh, I was going to say Randy Shaver, not Randy Shaver, Randy um, uh, from uh, Car- from Channel 9. He's got the same thing that I do. Oh, no. <laughs> so he's trying to do the news last night, and uh, he started coughing, and he's yep. like, i got to turn it over to you. So uh, I'm going to go get a cough drop, and I'm going to turn it over to you right okay. now. That's all right. Well, I will say that yesterday uh, we were talking to Drake after the show, and you were telling us about a little family dilemma that you have. Yeah, it's something that I feel like it's my fault partially, you know, and I think they understand that. But basically, they're really mad at me right now because there's a wedding that's coming up for my cousin down in Atlanta. It's coming up at the end of this month, and I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be able to go. Uh, Why not? Because I'm not going to be able to afford it. Gotcha. Um, and I think they're a little upset with me, A, because I'm terrible with money. <laughs> and they <laughs> okay, know this. Yeah. Uh, and B, I think they, with that, I think they were expecting me to kind of plan for it and whatnot. Yeah. So, yeah, they're just, they're just mad at me. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. Two, like, two questions. Yeah. How long have you known about this wedding? Uh, since... Ooh, probably towards the beginning of summer. I think I got an invite back in July. Okay, so tickets would have been... Che- that's a really... Okay, That's I guess it's kind of normal, but usually you get like a save the date or something so you know what's coming up. Yeah. I, they probably... I'm pretty sure they mentioned to me like a really long time ago and I just like forgot about it. That Are you type close of thing. this family member? You also moved, so there's a chance that they just sent yeah. you an invite and yeah. whatever to your parents or mm-hmm. something like that. Right. Are you close to this family member? I'm like, I'm decently, it's not like I really don't, I mean, the last time I saw him was probably two years ago, and before that, it was probably years before that. It was one of those things oh. where, like, we were close when I was, yeah. like, a kid, you know? I wouldn't feel that bad, probably. I get what, your parents are just annoyed that you were not responsible with money, basically. Yeah, but it's just, like, one of those things where I'm pretty sure they were, like, very excited to see me, you know, um, and they wanted me to come down there, and my parents wanted me to go because they're going out on, like, a a month-long vacation and all that, and now I'm just not going to be able to see them for another, like, month and a half, two months. And, oh, yeah it's, yeah. yeah, it's a whole thing. As an outsider, listen to this conversation from the outside. I'm I'm thinking, you know what? It's kind of like you got to pick your battles. You are 21 years old. You don't make a lot of money. If you can't afford to go to a wedding, I would be like, well, you know what? I get it. He's not the best with his money. He loves us. He would love to be there, but he can't afford it. I would let it slide. You know yeah. what? But maybe that's me. I'm kind of a let things roll off my back kind of a thing. Right now, there's something going on in my family. I don't want to make this about me. But everybody that I talk to about it is like, yeah, I think they're overreacting. Yeah. And the, you know, I was wrong. There's no question I was wrong. And I could have done better. But I think they're overreacting. So I think if your family is mad at you. They, they don't want to say this, but they kind of need to get over it. You right. Know? Yeah. I mean, that's my opinion. If it was something they had asked him to book months ago when flights were cheaper, then I could see where they would be frustrated because that's like happened, be- honestly, with me and my sister before. And then she used the excuse that flights were too expensive. I'm like, well, yeah, because now you're looking one week out. What yep. did you expect? And then that becomes frustrating. But if it's just like, yeah, like casually, oh, don't forget this wedding is coming up, then I think I agree with Dave. It's kind of like, well, then. Pick your battles. You, you know what? You Life really is short. If you really want to see me, pay for my flight. And, and that's kind of what it is. <laughs> it's kind of like, yeah. if you really want to see me, then throw me a couple hundred dollars and pay for it. <laughs> right. Um, at the same time, you know, you're 21 years yep. old, almost 22. You'll be 22 next month. You'll get better with money. I mean, I it, hope it, Drake. It, you'll, you'll get, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you, you'll have to get better with money, yeah. or 
One of my favorite stories is my financial planner told me a story of a couple that made $500,000 a year. They would put $50 into their mutual funds every month. $50, they made half a million dollars a year. One month they called and they said, we don't have an extra $50 this month. That is a couple that's bad with money. Oh, yeah. Because when yeah. you make a half a million dollars a month, a year, and you're living paycheck to paycheck, yeah. that's really bad. So, you know, you want to get into that habit. But I wouldn't, I'd tell them, you know what, I love you. You know I love you. I can't make it. I guess I'll see you at the next wedding. Next yeah. time they get married, I will be there. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just a, it's just really bad timing too because I wasn't planning on moving out of my apartment next month and I'm moving apartments and all that, so that's going to be a whole thing. Why are you moving apartments? Because I don't like the one I'm in right now. How come you it's, don't like it? It's just trash. Is it trashy? He's yeah, now it's moving trashy. to. He showed me he's like going to live. I'm not going to say exactly where, but he's going to live in Minneapolis now. Like right now, yeah. you live in uh, Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah, Hopkins. Yeah. Hopkins. And- Gross. Yeah. You know, Hopkins what? is a charming little town. It's <laughs> I a charming. Got my coffee this morning. It's a charming <laughs> little town. Main Street Bar and Grill. Yeah. Charming little place. Are you paying more in rent in your place in Minneapolis? No. Okay, no. that's good because I got nervous when you mentioned where you were moving, and I was like, that feels like you're going to be paying a lot more than Hopkins. I I mean, I'll say I thought it was going to be more. I'm moving downtown, basically. Yeah. I'm going to be moving downtown Minneapolis, and I thought it was going to be really expensive, but no, I'd be paying, I'm basically paying the same amount that I'm paying now. So, and it's like a way, I went and already saw the apartment and all that. It's a way nicer Did apartment. Did you factor in parking? Yes. Okay, good. Because yeah. Listen to Mama Jenny. Mama Jenny <laughs> over here, know. seriously. You are like my daughter, Allison. <laughs> she used to grill Carson on everything and tell Carson, you don't need to be eating that. Did you floss your teeth today? You probably should dry your hair before you go outside in February. And I said, you're going to make a great mama one day. Yeah. And I she think. is a great mama. Mama Jenny over here, schoolmaster Jenny, headmistress Jenny. Always. I do it with love, though. I know you do. I'm I know. just looking out for Drake because I want him to be happy and I don't want him to be stressed all of a sudden because yeah. I'm paying more in rent and has absolutely zero money, not even for like a coffee in the morning. Does your apartment have parking? Yeah. Like yeah, underground? It mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Thank yeah God. it has all that. And it has a hot tub. Ooh, it's got nice. a hot tub. Yeah. Your, your current one has a pool, but when you went and looked at it, you're like, no. Absolutely not. Oh, I, yeah. I would literally grow like a third arm if I went in that pool this summer. It would be, when there's an oil slick and a sunken boat in the pool, you're like, no, this is not, not good. It. Yeah. All right. It is KWB. How are you? Thanks for tuning in to the Dave Ryan in the Morning Show. Hey, maybe you're a first-time listener. Maybe you've never stumbled across this little old radio station before. Welcome. Maybe you've been here every morning or most every morning for years and years or months and months. Thank you. Welcome back. Uh, we appreciate you, and we're always here for you. If you need a, a shout-out or a favor or a song or anything like that, we're a text message away at KDWB153921. Coming up, you can't make this stuff up. We did find some phone numbers for my old girlfriend, Tammy. We'll be calling her a little bit later on. Detective Steve led us down the uh, the path to find her <laughs> phone numbers. That's coming up. War of the Roses on the way a little bit later on this morning involving something that I asked Jonathan Fogel. He said it is illegal. Oh, okay. He yeah. did say it is illegal, but people do it all the time. Uh, it's coming up on War of the Roses. Let's get started with the toys that made it to the Toy Hall of Fame. And here we go. I love this one. This year's Toy Hall of Fame finalists include... Here we go. Okay. Bingo. A coming cla- classic. All of these are going to be classic, though. So they really is are. like the actual game, Bingo? Well, I think that just Bingo, maybe as a... I'll, I'll tell you this. When Allison was about 8 or 9 or 10, she wanted a Bingo set. So it was a little round cage yeah. with a handle on it, little beans or balls in there. And and she loved it. The last toy that Allison ever wanted, and I'll never forget this one, was it was a game called Kerplunk. 
Have you ever heard of Kerplunk? I yes, love that I have, game. Yeah. Kerplunk has been around since I was a little kid. It's a tall plastic tube about maybe 18 inches high, and it's clear, and it's full of marbles. And the marbles are held in place by a bunch of little pickup sticks that are stuck through holes. And you would try to pull out the right pickup stick that would release the most marbles. And okay. whoever got the most marbles, is that how you remember it, Clay, Jenny? Um, no, you didn't want, I thought you didn't want to get the marbles. And that could be, yeah, it could be. Maybe you didn't, you want to get the most sticks without yes. getting the marbles. You're probably right. Yeah. And they called okay. it Kerplunk. And that was the last toy that Allison ever wanted. She was 11 years old. Carson's last toy that he ever got was a yo-yo that screamed when you yo-yoed it. <laughs> That's perfect. And it didn't work. Oh, no. I know. It was so sad. It was like the last toy that he sucks. ever wanted, and it didn't work. I uh, This Olive's birthday is today. And, oh, it um, is. Happy yes, birthday, yay. Olive. She's happy three today. Happy birthday. Hmm? I'll, have to, we'll have to, I'll have to wish her happy birthday when she's actually listening in the car in a little bit. But she, I keep asking her, what do you want? And she goes, um, presents. And I'm like, she doesn't understand. I'm like, well, what do you want in the present? Yeah. Presents. Aww. She'll just keep saying presents or surprises or toys. And that's it. So she doesn't have something specific, but I got her perfect. What'd gift. you get her? It's like she's really into when she goes to people's houses, if they have like a little fake baby stroller yeah. or bassinet thing, I, I don't give her a bunch of dolls. She's just drawn to it. She loves babies. And so I bought her like the cheap little like, the Amazon set that has the stroller and the bed and all the things. So when she comes home, I'm going to have them set up and she's going to lose her mind. Aww. I know It's it. so funny because Allison and her husband are both very progressive. Mm -hmm. But Ava loves her babies, yep. loves her strollers. They never pushed her toward them. She just gravitated. I don't know how, but she loves her shopping cart. She loves her stroller. She's got a bunch of babies yep. she carries around and she loves her little kitchen set. And Same I would make fun of, of yeah. and I would make fun of him and be like, So you two real progressive, get your little baby girl a kitchen set and Allison will get pissed and she'll yep. be like, But she loves it. And I'm like, No, I get it. Some yeah. kids are drawn toward it, boys or girls. Yeah. So they're just they just love babies. I will say at school daycare though, they have a laptop that doesn't work and she sits on it and quote unquote works all day. And I told Jake, I'm like, I gotta stop yep. sitting on my computer that much <laughs> then because that tells me she sees me doing that too much. Watch your phone also because you are on your phone a lot. Yeah. yeah. And she's going to get on. Anyway, back to the toys here. We got sidetracked. Um, uh, bingo, Light Bright, Catan or Settlers of Catan, which I've told you about. I love that game. Masters of the Universe, Nerf Toys, The Pinata, Phase 10, which I think is I a card is. game, I yeah, believe. Sure. Pound Puppies were big back in the 80s. Racco oh is a game. God. The Spirograph. Remember the Spirograph? You ever have one yeah, of those? Yeah, I didn't have one, but yeah. They still make them, and they're pretty cool. Uh, you and got me one one time when you went to Seattle, or you went, I, I think you did yep. a cruise, and in Seattle, you were, like, looking through your bag, and you, like, lost whatever souvenir you were <laughs> bringing me back, and so you went to the airport shop and got me a Spirograph. You got a Spirograph. <laughs> they're pretty cool. And the top, the winners will be voted by toy industry experts, and uh, that'll go the next week. The, t the three of the 12 do toys will end up getting inducted, and they will be about announced next year, or have, on November 10th, by the way. I have stories for two of those toys that stand out to me so much from my childhood. The Light Bright being the top yep. one, because my grandma Jean, which was my dad's mom, she was honestly, she was getting um, older, and she had, um, I'm not sure exactly what she had, but she had a bad memory. And she bought my cousin Brandon and I gifts. We opened them, and she couldn't remember which one was for who. One was a light bright, one was a kitchen set. Mm. Obviously, the kitchen set was meant for me yep. and the light bright, but I, I was older. And I go, no, Grandma Jean, the light bright was meant for me. She's like, you're right. You're right. And then Brandon <laughs> the got stuck with the kitchen set. set. Yeah. <laughs> 
And he loved it, though. He was outside mixing mud. He was loving oh, his life. But, I want yeah. to share my light bright story, too. Okay. I wanted one so bad when I was a kid. And my cousin's dad worked at a toy store. He was in the toy department at Kmart. So he had every toy that you can imagine. He had light bright. Oh, damn, it was so cool. You put them pegs in and turn the lights off, and there's a clown. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it was magical when you're six. And I wanted one. I never got one. So Susan bought me one maybe when I was 25, and the magic was gone. There's Aww. no magic left in the yeah. light bright when you're 25 years old. What was your other story? Okay, then the other one is when we were kids, we would, uh, my great-grandparents always hosted uh, Christmas. So, I mean, it was like a hundred of us would come, all the cousins, and you would draw one name. And I remember my cousin Billy drew my name, and it was the first year he was old enough to buy something, and he bought me pound puppies. But my cousin Brittany got sparkly haired my little ponies and I cried oh. and I look back now and realize he was probably like 14 or 15 was so proud of Aww. buying those pound puppies yeah. for me but I was a little turd like five years old so yeah. I don't remember pound puppies I'm googling them right they now they were kind of like the bean, the early version of Beanie Babies totally. like, yeah, totally. they were like soft cuddly little velvety little puppies and they would come in a box, box. if I remember yep, right they did. do you have any toy memories Drake did you not you couldn't afford toys when you were a kid he had a pine cone he had a pine Aww. cone and a dead frog. I now, did. you had hours of fun in the woods Polly with the pine cone. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> Sometimes you could eat it, too. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. What toys did you have when you were a kid? I had this little train set that every Christmas we would set up, and it was big enough that it would fit around the Christmas tree. Oh. So yeah. you would have a, there would be a train that I could control that went around the Christmas tree. It was, my, it was my favorite thing ever. It was so much fun. your favorite toy that you got for Christmas? I remember mine was Hot Wheels in first grade. Um, honestly, I would say my favorite toy was that train set. Train, I, got, really? I got it for a Christmas, and then every Christmas after that, I would set it up. And Drake play with also it. was the richest of all of us. He got everything he wanted. Jenny's the one that only got gerbils that bred 50 babies. <laughs> <laughs> they were hamsters, but yes. Yes, we did have a lot. That was my entertainment. I didn't need toys. I had so many gerbil babies, hamster babies to take care of. God, your house must have smelled so bad. They stayed in the basement, so it wasn't oh. the basement, yes. Yeah. It was definitely one of those homes where the owner didn't know that it stank. You could smell yeah. it on the sidewalk when you walked by. Definitely Jenny's house. By the way, the toys that did make it last year in the Hall of Fame were the American Girl Dolls, oh. Risk, and sand. Yep, just sand because we all loved playing in the sand when we were a kid. Just, just sand, not, like a sandbox. A box or yeah. just sand? Sand is a, is considered a toy. They try to make what? it novel once in a while. Don't question is it. Is a just, rock in there then? Just go with it. It is 101.3 KDWB, the Dave Ryan Show, home of War of the Roses. If you got to leave and come back, be back by 735 for War of the Roses. Making you wish you were sipping seltzers on a pontoon boat. Show on KDWB. You've probably heard this story a couple of times, but I'm going to tell just this is going to be the last time, I believe, because it's it, it's either going to work or it's not. Mm-hmm. The other day, I found a picture of my old girlfriend, several pictures of my old girlfriend when I was 21 years old. I'm married now. I don't think about her anymore. I remember, but I found these pictures that I'd saved for years. I hadn't seen them in 20 years. And I threw them in the trash, and Fallon said, oh, that's interesting. I'd love to see what she looks like. So I brought them in. And Fallon and Drake all agreed that she was very attractive. Yeah. Somebody said she looked like a young Jane Fonda. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So she was very attractive. But, you know, so it was in, in any way. So we said, well, whatever happened to her? Well, I don't know. So we got Steve, who used to be on our show, to try to do some detective work. Because this shady guy will find anybody. He will. And uh, uh, he knows where to look and blah, blah, blah. So he gave me two phone numbers to see whether these are the right, this is the right woman. Oh, my God. So you're just going to cold call her? I'm going to cold call one right now. 
One of them is in Michigan. Which is where she's from. Yep. So we're going to call that number right now. What are you going to say? Hi, it's May Dive. You remember me? I'm going to find out whether it's her first before I say anything. And... Of course, the risk is she's not going to answer because why would she? The wireless customer you are calling is not available. Please try again later. All right, try Florida. Okay, here comes Florida. Wouldn't it be crazy after all these years? Last time I talked to her, I was 22. Wouldn't it be crazy? This is Bill. Uh, you're getting uh, this message because I'm otherwise disposed and can't come to the phone. Uh, the good news is that even at my age, I'm probably not indisposed into eternity. So if you just uh, leave your name and your number uh, after the beep, I'll get back to you. Bye-bye. At the tone, please record your message. What are you going to record? When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Well, Bill, it's Daryl. I just want to let you know that we over here, we're thinking about you, and we're glad to hear that you're still among the living. So you take care of yourself, and we'll see you out on the lake. I mean, you got to get a voicemail like that guy. You got to get a voicemail like him. It's classic. That was great. What? How did Steve mess up so badly that obviously that was not Tammy, that was Bill? Well, he didn't try the numbers. Well, it certainly isn't a woman who is under the age of 75. So, all right, so there it is. No down. luck. A little bit of a letdown, you know, but but here's the thing. It's probably for the best. You think I mean, so? really, what good could come out of me getting Jenny. a hold of an old yeah. girlfriend from when I was 21 years old? Play Katy Perry's the one that got away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me get that. She's not, let me tell you, she is yes. not the one that got away. All we, right. I, we, had, we had a great time. She is not the one that got then away. Then why can't you move on? Again. I have moved on. No, we're not going to play this song. Oh, it's a great song no. for you and your lover. It's kind of right. Some after high school, right? A couple of years after high school. That was reckless. It's the one that got away by Katy Perry. No, we're not going to play that one. That is not. She is not the one that got away. Uh, it was kind of. I think she's just vanished. You know what? And that's okay. Because she is not part of my present. She is part of my past. That is true. That is true. Oh, man, I want to tell you, I heard the unedited version of Big, Big Energy on the way into work this morning. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was listening to, a, <laughs> like, a, well, I was, I was listening to Satellite Radio, I'll be honest with you. Okay. And they have a TikTok channel. I oh, didn't know they had yeah, a TikTok yeah. channel. It's all songs that were big on TikTok on Satellite Radio. And uh, I'd never heard, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I know that there is a edited version, a radio-friendly version yes. of Big, Big Energy. By, and it's not called Big, Big Energy. It's called Big Something Else Energy. Yeah. And I'd never heard that before. And I'm like, oh, oh. Oh my, oh, oh my, my. Oh, oh my, it is inappropriate, not safe for work. Yeah, Lotto has uh, some filthy lyrics, so. <laughs> it's funny because people blame us. Sometimes they're like, I can't believe you guys play the edited rap version of that song and you take out the word A and you take out the word B. It's like, we don't. We don't edit those songs. The, the, we never do. We the The artists actually authorize an edited clean version because they want radio play. Right. And you can play it on satellite radio. You can play it on streaming or Spotify or whatever. Uh, and Apple Music. And I didn't even know if on iHeartRadio. I don't know if on iHeartRadio when you stream you get the dirty version or the edited version. I don't know. It depends. Like I do. I have the all access so I can like choose an album, you know, and I okay. can choose the 
aggressive one or the edited one, you know, when I listen to something. Uh, yeah, I uh, I was, I mean, like I said, it's not that I was innocent and didn't, I know what she said, big D energy is what she really says. Right. But I was like, well, oh my. <laughs> All right, it's 101.3 KDWB. We're going to do War of the Roses coming in about an hour or so. Uh, 50 minutes away from War of the Roses, we'll uh, talk to somebody who thinks their husband is cheating or partner's cheating, and then we'll set a little trap to find out whether they really are. That's coming up right now, though. It's Dave's Dirt on KDWB. It's time for Dave's Dirt on 101.3 KDWB. At the Emmys, Jimmy Kimmel went up on stage. It was supposed to be a funny bit uh, during a woman's award, pretending like he's drunk and laying on the stage because he, like, lost lost an award and they were supposed to drag him off. It was supposed to be a funny comedy bit. bit, right? He knows the woman. But it was one of those moments where it was like a moment, like history was made with her winning. Um, and her name's Quinta Brunson. And anyway, she was on his show and she said she loved Jimmy and he was one of her first supporters. So she was not mad at all. But a lot of people thought it was rude. So he apologized. That was a dumb comedy bit. People got upset and they said, I stole your moment. Mm-hmm. And maybe I did. And I'm very sorry if I did do that. I'm sorry I did do that, actually. The last thing I would ever want to do is upset you because I think so much of you. Well, Jimmy, let me just say thank you. It is very kind of you to say that I honestly was in such a moment of just having a good time. Like, I won my first Emmy. I was up there, like, right. you know, happy. Right. And, um, I was wrapped up in the moment. But honestly, I had a good night. Also, um, I don't know. I saw this yesterday. Selma Blair's, uh, I believe she has MS, right? She, her MS is in remission, it said. Okay. Which is great news. Um, and she presented at the Emmys, and people were like, she had like a major standing ovation. She also was on the Drew Barrymore show, and she spoke her truth on there. I hear from a detective, said, we know this is not you. This is like maybe almost a year later, still struggling, but someone has been writing letters to Drew Barrymore, many poison pen letters signed by Selma Blair. Oh, the heartbreak. So, she, so wait I a guess, second, so somebody's writing death threats to Drew Barrymore, signing them Selma, Selma Blair? Blair? Yeah. Okay, that is so dumb, yep. because obviously you're going to send a death threat, and you're not going to sign Your name. Selma Blair, <laughs> but I guess the no. cops have got to look at her to make sure yeah. and rule her out, but that's just, yeah, that's yes. scary. Uh, Billie Eilish, here are a couple of different comments, uh, one on her feeling pretty awkward meeting the royal family, and then also... Uh, she's her saying her preparations went out the window when she actually did meet them. I had it all ready to go. Mm-hmm. I was like studying well, what like the etiquette was stuff. supposed to be. Yeah. I was like ready to curtsy. I was ready to not shake a hand. I was so worried about it too. I was like, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna know how to do it. And they all walked in and they were like, What's up? How are you? How's it going? And I was like, Oh, oh. oh my god. All right, we're gonna see what Jenny thinks of this. They're saying that the next Bachelor season will be a, someone that's on the show now named Zach. Shall cross. Oh, yeah. I like that. He was one of the fi- three finalists for Rachel, and I think that he was done wrong. Like, something happened in the fantasy suites that, like, I feel like they aren't addressing. Like, something went wrong in mm-hmm. it, and he was very sweet. So, I do like that. Okay. So, I mean, obviously, it isn't confirmed. It'll be, you'll find out soon, but that's mm-hmm. who everyone is saying it'll be. Also, I love Selling Sunset. I'm very into it. Well, now they have a new version. It's called Selling the OC, which I also watched. Also, similar vibes. Um, but an actress from Pitch Perfect, Brittany Snow, her husband is on the show, and he's like the the realtor all the women want. Well, there's already been drama with him and one of the girls trying to kiss him and stuff, so Brittany Snow filed for divorce after just two years she is leaving him. They said she never wanted him to do a reality show, and she's done with it. 
And Wendy Williams has checked into a rehab clinic to address her downward spiral into abusing substances. They say she can't stop drinking and she needs to. And another um, celebrity people are really concerned about right now is Cara Delevingne. They say she's been acting very strange, um, looking different. And they are saying that I, this is what they're alleging, that her family's planning an intervention. And Margot Robbie, the actress, was just at her house. And they are uh, photos of her leaving, crying after being in her house. So they wonder if she tried to talk to her and it didn't go very well. Um, and then one other thing. Today is the 25th anniversary of Google.com. So happy oh. birthday, Google. I use you daily. Best yeah. Oh, all the time. Isn't that funny? Yep. Totally. Love it. Um, I went and saw a movie last night. I have a really interesting experience in this movie. So we sit down. It's me, Carson, Susan. <coughs> I'm on the end. I'm on the right side. <coughs> We're in the front row of the top section. Okay. So we've got the best seats right in the middle. Yeah. A guy comes in. And sits not next to me, but he sits two seats away, which I thought was a little bit odd, you know, a little bit too close because you pick your own seats, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's got a backpack and he starts pulling things out of his backpack and he pulls out a tripod that he clips to the seat somehow. And on the front of the tripod is a phone and he's recording a video of the movie. Oh. Right what? there. That's yeah. illegal. That's so illegal. Right there in front of me. He's two seats away, and I'm looking over at him, and this, the room is dark, but I'm looking over, and this guy is recording the movie on a little tripod, and uh, he's got another phone, so one was for watching the movie, yeah. and one was for the phone, and he's got a backpack full of snacks. He brought in his own snacks, and I thought, this guy is shady AF, yeah. right in front of me recording the movie. So during the movie, I kept peering over and going, God... I would never narc on him because, listen, it's not affecting me. I'm not the theater police, yeah. and I don't know whether somebody's going to be violent or aggressive. That's you don't true, know. yeah. <clears throat> so about halfway through the movie, I look over, and I look at his phone screen, and it's got words all over it. He was not recording the movie. He had some sort of a sound device. He must have been hearing impaired that recognizes the words and then puts them on the screen and he's got it right in front of his face at eye level so he can see the words and see the screen. And I didn't know this was a thing. I don't, I've never experienced that that before. I've wondered how when people that are hearing impaired go to a movie and they can't hear it. At home, you turn on your subtitles, right? right? right, right, You turn on the closed captioning. But in a movie, I was like, how do they do that? Because one day, you know what? We we put headphones in our ears every day, cranked up to 11 all day Mm -hmm. and we're probably going to be neat at one day. And I thought, I'm really glad that I didn't go to the manager. I'm really no, glad I that I didn't. And I wouldn't have anyway. But I was like, that was really interesting. And then I started to feel bad for the guy because he came alone, mm-hmm. brought his own snacks, maybe doesn't have a whole lot of money. And I thought this was his joy to go to the movie and watch it with the, with, isn't that interesting? Yeah. And then Carson, uh-huh. after the movie, said, was that guy recording the movie? I said, no. I thought the same thing. Yeah. He had a hearing device so he could see the subtitles. Yeah. Really? Yeah. How old was he? Because, see, you and I look at people that are alone very differently. You always look at it in a sad way, and I always look at it, oh, good for them. They got a day away from (laughs) everyone. 25-ish. Yeah. 25-ish. To me, that guy just got a day away from all the chaos. You know, and and maybe so. (laughs) Yeah. But then it made me on the way home, because I was thinking about, as I watched this guy that I thought was recording the movie illegally, I thought, where do you decide that your life should take a turn to do illegal, shady-ish like that? Yeah. Where do you, at 22 years old or 24 years old, go, you know what? I'm going to do illegal, shady crap 
hope I don't get caught. I'm going to pay my fines. I'm always going to be looking over my shoulder. Where do you decide that that's okay? So on the way home, Carson and I were talking about this when I said, you're going to L.A. in two weeks. Yep. I said, let me give you some fatherly advice, okay? Yes. <laughs> I said, your integrity and your reputation is everything. Mm-hmm. Do not do shady stuff. Do not, if your boss asks you to run this package down to the guy by the 7-Eleven and take $500, do not. Yeah. Do not give up your integrity. Do not give up your reputation because once you give up your integrity and your reputation, word will get out mm-hmm. and people will not trust you again. I know a guy, I know he's he's been here in the Twin Cities as long as I have. Everybody knows he's shady. Mm-hmm. He's kind of in the entertainment field. Everybody knows he's shady. And he's never really taken off because nobody trusts him. Uh, Everybody knows him, and nobody trusts him. Uh, and I'm not going to say his name, so well, don't yeah. ask me to. Yeah. Uh, but I thought that was a good thing to learn. Like, Definitely. do not. And I give you the same advice. And I know I don't have to tell you, I'm not your dad. But don't give up your integrity. Don't take that shady road because once you do, it's really hard to come back and rebuild your reputation. Hundred percent. Because well, we all face temptation. So it's how strong the temptation is like at this, you know, everyone has a different lean towards the, what is their temptation. So why does someone do it? The temptation got too strong. Yep. It's easier to fall into the temptation than it is to not. There was uh, somebody who worked in radio and I'm not going to give too many specifics, but they worked in radio and in radio, there's a thing called payola. If you'll play my new song by Taylor Swift, or usually it's a newer artist. Yeah. We don't have to bribe anybody to play Taylor Swift. But there was somebody I knew, dozens of people have done this. They'll take a TV, they'll take a flat screen, they'll take a trip to, you know, to see the Knicks game in New York in exchange for playing the brand new XYZ record. Yeah. And there was somebody who worked in radio, no specifics that I knew very well, who absolutely was doing that. Once their reputation got out as that was the person who did that, their career stalled Um, and never really recovered from it. So... Integrity is everything. Totally. So, anyway, a little lesson I learned in the movie theater last night, That's by the good. way. We saw Barbarian, and it was really good. By the way, if you, have you ever seen one of these hearing devices? I'm asking you as you listen to the show. Have you ever seen one of these hearing-impaired devices? I'd never seen Not one the before. The- no. Not the theater set up like that. I'm sure they've been in theaters with me. It's just the person maybe didn't set them up like that. I don't know. It was so interesting because he went from being a, this guy's shady, to, oh. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's really cool. We'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> on KDWB and the Dave Ryan in the Morning Show. Fallon's taking her husband, Jake, to people's court. Yep. It's disgusting what he's doing. He knows it's disgusting, and yet he cannot stop himself, it seems. Okay. <laughs> we'll take him to people's court coming up next.